Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. Um, Today, um, my name is Kylie Miller, and today we have um, with us all the agents, um, as I've been referring to as the crew, Dennis, say hi. I'm going to go hey. around the, the computer here. Mr. R.L., say hi. Hello, everybody. Uh, Bruce. Good morning, everybody. And then we're also joined um, with uh, Dr. Matt Foster, our um, cotton and grain sorghum specialist. Say hi, Matt. Hey, hey, Callie. Corn, too. Don't forget hey, corn. corn. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Got, can't forget corn. Anyway, all right, well, let's get started. Matt, um, I want to get started with you, and let's get some talking about um, what the cotton is looking like right now, knowing we've had all the weather. What What's going on? Well, Callie, you know, what was once a promising cotton crop, you know, from talking with a lot of growers and consultants, it's, it's it, it definitely, you know, had some damage from, you know, from the excessive rainfall. Uh, how much is that going to translate into a yield loss? Uh, it's a little too early to tell. You know, harvest, it's been going on in Tinsall Parish, Avoyles Parish, Point Capi Parish. I think Bruce mentioned uh, they've been harvesting uh, in his area and, as well as RL. Uh, so harvesting is, is uh, you know, uh, getting into full swing and uh, a lot of the foliage going out. You know, a lot of those foliage applications were delayed due to the weather. But what I've been hearing and seeing, you know, there, there is some damage out there. Um, you know, a lot of bull rot, hard lock. Uh, I've really been seeing a lot of target spot lately. You know, a lot of fields getting, you know, it's pretty bad in it where it can actually, you know, uh, prematurely defoliate, you know, the field. Um, so, uh, like I said, it's a little too early to tell as far as a, a yield loss. What do you think about the corn? Have you heard anything? Um about because I know we had a lot of corn left in the field and and from what I've heard the yields are you know still fine but there was some sprouting is that what you've been seeing too yeah that's about what I've been seeing you know the majority of the corn was out but there, you know there still was a good good bit left um I've been hearing of some you know more damage at the elevator uh things like that uh seeing some fields that are lodged uh pretty bad you know you're gonna see a yield loss there in the field mm-hmm. um, well let's move on to some other things um the reason i guess we want to get you on is so you can talk about defoliating cotton um you know that being that it's that time of year um what can you tell us about all that Ooh, i could talk for for hours on defoliation (laughs) it's 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 more of an art than it is an actual science to it and there's so many different scenarios you have to consider when you know you're picking your defoliant product and things like that whether you want a one pass program or a two two pass program whether you have potential for regrowth and you know we here lately we've been getting a lot of regrowth so you need to Mm -hmm. consider products that have regrowth activity uh you know uh when there's regrowth potential and whether you need bowl bowl opening products and and uh, you know we're still getting warm temperatures during the you know during the daytime hours but our you know our i don't know if y'all noticed our mornings are cooler and our nighttime temps are a little cooler i'm not complaining about that but no it felt wonderful this morning oh yeah yeah so you need to consider you know what products work better 
uh, you know, under warm temperatures. And then, then as we start getting cooler temperatures, certain products work, you know, uh, we need to switch gears to a few other products. One thing we do put out is that Mid-South uh, Cotton Defoliation Guide. And it's, a, it's a, basically, I call it the Bible of defoliation. It gives you all kind of different scenarios and products, what they're best on and uh, things like that. And we Where have can we added um i sent it out on the uh text message the okay but i can send that out to the agent i think donnie sent it out as okay. well it's something we do in collaboration with the other cotton specialists in the other states and it gives like different scenarios uh, and yeah donnie sent it out i think on email and i think i followed it from there mm-hmm but I think I also remember seeing you see it. You sent it on text message that remind thing. I yeah, I sent it on the remind thing. Uh, we did have have a new product added to that this year. It's Reviton, which is uh, similar to AIM, so uh, it is is labeled for cotton defoliation. What about Matt? I'm gonna tell. I have asked. We had all this rain, and we had cotton that was was good. I mean, was the right height and when i say good it was the right height we'd fixed it through the year it was okay and then we had all this rain and now we got a foot it grew by a foot in some places maybe a little bit more than a foot um when they take that off there's just going to be a whip up there it's not there's no it's too late to make anything right i would say so dennis i mean and we put some picks. I mean, it, we put some picks out. I mean, I put picks out last last week in a test. You know, the test had open bowls, but it had so much, you know, top growth. We we put our last shot out, and it's a little too early to defoliate, but still, you're shutting the growth of that plant down. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, there, most of that would just be a, a whip. I don't think. I don't think you need to wait. You know, I don't think we have enough time or, or you know heat to, to consider that that to fill out. Yeah, well, that's kind of what it's going to look ugly. I mean, if, but if you have you take all that rain and everything, it just I mean, because the cotton was was just at the right height and it was kind of shutting down. It was and then all of a sudden it just exploded. Yeah, and then boom. Yep. And so anyway, but that's just you'll see that whip and but the whip's not really affecting anything. You're not making anything off of it. No, no. OK. And like going back to the weather you know we saw a lot of, of damage you know especially cotton that was open but um some i'm looking at some of this later planted cotton that 60 inch cotton at the sta on the, here on the station and it looks fine there's a little bit of bowl rot but it didn't have anything open and it looks fine so yeah that it, bowl it, i guess acts as a protective mechanism it it looks fine it's a little bit later and a little more full season it's mm -hmm. uh, but it, you know, I, there's a bunch of it. There's a bunch of cotton and tensiles been defoliated, and probably be more this week. Yeah, I've been seeing planes flying around, you know, all the time. We finally got good weather for defoliation. Yeah. Oh yeah, we get what it's supposed to not rain this week. <laughs> As of this morning, I think we had four days without rain. I yep. just looked at it this morning. It was it was the on National Weather Service, and it's got low temperatures in the mornings and no rain in the forecast for the next seven days. So 
sounds like the perfect perfect time to get some stuff done. One thing I want to point out on that on that uh, defoliation guide, Kylie, there's a table in there that gives you like your rain free period that you need. That's a big question we get. You know, how much, how long can we, you know, does it need before it can rain on it? Pre harvest interval, minimum temperature needed, you know, for activity. Uh, So it's a really good, like I said, I can speak all day on, but that that guide sums it up. Matt, I got a question about the one shot, which I'm a one shot person. <laughs> that's that's the way I always liked it. Yeah. Um, but when you do, sometimes the weather turns against you. And if you do have to come back with that second shot, is it better to come back with something like AIM or? Yeah, I would say I would say so, Dennis. It, it generally aim or you know Reviton generally works better on that second shot. Um, you know, especially if you have some some regrowth, that's going to yeah. take out you know young juvenile uh, growth. Mm-hmm. It's excellent on you know juvenile growth, mature leaves, uh, but it doesn't like aim doesn't prevent regrowth. No. Well, you just what I was looking for mainly was just to clean up some clean green up. spots that that the weather in the weather doesn't you know doesn't get like we we sprayed some defoliant here on the station Friday I think it was first thing Friday or maybe it was Thursday evening I don't know we got a shower on it I'm not sure didn't get much but got a little shower on it within a few hours so I don't know I'm not sure how well it's going to do yeah. You know, but that's what I was wondering about having to come back and coming back with a herbicide like AIM rather than another defoliant. Yeah, you could do that. AIM or Reviton, you know, they're both uh, both good as far as, you know, something like that. Um, and I think like the pre, one thing to note on Reviton, it has a pre-harvest interval of 10 days, whereas AIM's got a seven-day pre-harvest interval. Yeah. You got to wait a little bit longer if you use Reviton. I'm not sure the cost between them, difference yeah. between them, but well, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like this week. Uh, hopefully, it hopefully will ten days will be people. Well, I guess now we put out Thursday. What did y'all put out? Prep, prep and drop. We put prep, drop and folex. Folex. Yeah, and uh, so we'll see what happens. And it wasn't, like I say, it wasn't much, but it was a little shower. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I guess nowadays a little shower is anywhere from a tenth to an inch. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So. What day did it rain up probably there? equally as damaging. Do what? I said in a tenth to an inch, and they bought it probably both equally as damaging with the amount of moisture we already got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's wet out there. It rained, uh, Kylie, it rained Friday. Was it afternoon. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. It looked ugly coming through Friday afternoon when I got out of here. It was. Yeah, it was. It rained eight tenths at my house in Waterford. So, you know, it's. I'll put it like this. They cutting rice back there behind my house. And they proud they got tracks on Combine tractors and grain buggies. Mm. Uh, but and like 
Dennis and, and Bruce, I wanted to ask you, have y'all been hearing like any, you know, like lower, you know, seed counts in bowls, you know, this year due to the, you know, hot and dry conditions? Y'all, y'all been hearing some things like that or? I haven't heard any yet. I haven't heard I anything. Haven't heard of it. I haven't heard anything yet. I mean, we're 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 just kind of kicking off around here. Um, you know, default went out. We've got some. I think there was some some picking that took place. Uh, probably uh, Friday. We did have that line of rain that come through um, Friday evening, Friday afternoon, Friday evening late. Um, mm-hmm. I don't imagine there was much picked Saturday. Well, and I say that it just depends on where where in the parish you were. In West Carroll, um, Morehouse probably didn't hardly get not near what we got in spots in here in West Carroll. So anyway, I, I think um we've got some some picking taking place, but I haven't I haven't heard any any information on on seeds. Uh, yeah, know, we we've had a, we had a really promising crop in the field uh, mm-hmm. before all this rain, and on some of that really sandy loam ground that drained good um we probably still have got a pretty good crop you know the potential for a pretty good crop bowl lock is beginning to begin to raise its ugly head um you know so we'll see kind of same thing here matt uh coming i was out friday coming in this morning i noticed uh one field in east carol that they picked a little bit in uh, and then one in Madison they had picked a little in probably yesterday or Saturday um, hadn't heard anything else about it uh, looking at some fields I like Bruce said the right soil they still look good some of that heavier ground uh, not so good yeah the only thing I haven't seen I have not seen any sprouted cotton the last time I looked I'll clarify that with the last time I looked. That's a good thing. I think that you just jinxed us, RL. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll go, Matt, I'm going to go look at the, the OVT here on the still long sometime later today and because this it should be getting pretty close to defoliating, and I'll see if I can pull a couple bowls and see. Uh, okay. And count some seed in it, but... Uh, I don't know. It's it's a strange year. It's been a strange year. We went from drought to flood. So who knows? We went from flood to drought this spring. <laughs> yeah, well, that's we're true. basically in a flood like never got planted, and then mm-hmm. it didn't go back to rain until we got ready to harvest and went to flooding. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, um, I, but I, you know, just I do just my you know wild guess. I do think our in general yield state yield is going to be down this year um it was it was around 960 i think last year um but I, I don't i'm not, i'm hoping we'll at least hit 900. Mm-hmm. i don't know i've seen some pretty cotton this year but i'm sure the weather just it's gonna hurt it so it'll it'll surprise you though yeah yeah, I've seen some that looks it's been defoliated and it, but it looks thin. I guess is the way you know you look at cotton a solid white. It's a solid white field, 
this looks like it's got a little brown speckled in there. It's, you know, it's just not. Instead of a snow bank, you got a dust in the snow, huh? Yeah, something like that. It just doesn't have that look. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see when they pick. Maybe it'll be better. They need it to be better. I mean, beans is where yep. getting turned down. They need to be better. So anyway. All right. Well, let's let's talk about uh, our events that we've got coming up. Bruce, you have um, beef and forage field uh, cattle field day coming up this week. You want to talk about yeah. that? That's coming up this this Thursday, um, September fifteenth, at the J and S Cattle, which is there, kind of between Marouge and Bastrop, on uh, at one sixty five. Uh, Start, registration is going to start about eight eight thirty. Um, we are going to you know, typical. You know, county agents are kind of like the Baptist. If we're going to have a, a, a field day, we're probably going to try to feed. Um, there's there's going to be a meal. Um, going to be a pretty good, pretty good, um, pre, pretty good presentations out there. I mean, it's um, uh, invite everybody to come on out. I mean, if, if they've got some time, uh, if you're running some cows and want, need some information. Um, Gonna be a pretty good, you know. Jason is Jason Holmes. That's one of his projects, and he's put together a real good, real good program. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that's all that I have on the agenda for today. Uh, Matt, we appreciate you um, joining in and talking to us today. And uh, of course, you're welcome to come anytime you have anything you want to tell everybody. So. Um, thank, thank y'all for having me. Yeah, but uh, thank y'all for listening, and we'll see y'all next week. All right. See you later. All right. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local Extension office.